Today is the 22nd day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian. It's great to be here with you today as we continue the journey. Continue taking steps forward. Every step will be made before the end of this year and we will complete the Bible and there's not too many days left, but we're not there yet. And there's plenty, plenty that the Lord would like to speak into our lives before we reach the conclusion of this year. And so let's take that next step forward and hang out, hang out till the end today. I have a story to tell, uh, a long story of the last couple of years and some future plans and where we're, where we're going in the coming year. So hang out for that at the end, but we're at the beginning. Let's dive in. Today, Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 1 through 45, verse 12. Then the man brought me back to the east gateway in the outer wall of the temple area, but it was closed. And the Lord said to me, This gate must remain closed. It will never again be opened. No one will ever open it and pass through, for the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered here. Therefore, it must always remain shut. Only the prince himself may sit inside this gateway to feast in the Lord's presence but he may come and go only through the entry room of the gateway. Then the man brought me through the north gateway to the front of the temple. I looked and saw that the glory of the Lord filled the temple of the Lord, and I fell face down on the ground. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, take careful notice. Use your eyes and ears and listen to everything I tell you about the regulations concerning the Lord's temple. Take careful note of the procedures for using the temple's entrances and exits and give these rebels, the people of Israel, this message from the Sovereign Lord. O people of Israel, enough of your detestable sins. You have brought uncircumcised foreigners into my sanctuary, people who have no heart for God. In this way you defiled my temple, even as you offered me my food the fat and blood of sacrifices. In addition to all your other detestable sins, you have broken my covenant. Instead of safeguarding my sacred rituals, you have hired foreigners to take charge of my sanctuary. So this is what the Sovereign Lord says. No foreigners, including those who live among the people of Israel, will enter my sanctuary if they had not been circumcised and have not surrendered themselves to the Lord. And the men of the tribe of Levi, who abandoned me when Israel strayed away from me to worship idols, must bear the consequences of their unfaithfulness. They may still be temple guards and gatekeepers, and they may slaughter the animals brought for burnt offerings and be present to help the people. But they encourage my people to worship idols, causing Israel to fall into deep sin. So I have taken a solemn oath that they must bear the consequences for their sins says the Sovereign Lord. They may not approach me to minister as priests. They may not touch any of my holy things or the holy offerings, for they must bear the shame of all their detestable sins they have committed. They are to serve as the temple caretakers, taking charge of the maintenance work and performing general duties. However, the Levitical priests of the family of Zadok continue to minister faithfully in the temple when Israel abandoned me for idols. These men will serve me as my ministers. 
They will stand in my presence and offer the fat and blood of the sacrifices, says the Sovereign Lord. They alone will enter my sanctuary and approach my table to serve me. They will fulfill all my requirements. When they enter the gateway to the inner courtyard, they must wear only linen clothing. They must wear no wool while on duty in the inner courtyard or in the temple itself. They must wear linen turbans and linen undergarments. They must not wear anything that would cause them to perspire. When they return to the outer courtyard where the people are, they must take off the clothes they wear while ministering to me. They must leave them in the sacred rooms and put on other clothes so they do not endanger anyone by transmitting holiness to them through this clothing. They must neither shave their heads nor let their hair grow too long. Instead, they must trim it regularly. The priests must not drink wine before entering the inner courtyard. They may choose their wives only from among the virgins of Israel or the widows of the priests. They may not marry other widows or divorced women. They will teach my people the difference between what is holy and what is common, what is ceremonially clean and unclean. They will serve as judges to resolve any disagreements among my people. Their decisions must be based on my regulations, and the priests themselves must obey my instructions and decrees at all the sacred festivals and see to it that the Sabbaths are set apart as holy days. A priest must not defile himself by being in the presence of a dead person unless it is his father, mother, child, brother, or unmarried sister. In such cases, it is permitted. Even then, he can return to his temple duties only after being ceremonially cleansed and then waiting for seven days. The first day he returns to work and enters the inner courtyard and the sanctuary, he must offer a sin offering for himself, says the Sovereign Lord. The priests will not have any property or possession of land, for I alone am their special possession. Their food will come from the gifts and sacrifices brought to the temple by the people, the grain offerings, the sin offerings, and the guilt offerings. Whatever anyone sets apart for the Lord will belong to the priests. The first of the ripe fruits and all the gifts brought to the Lord will go to the priests. The first batch of dough must also be given to the priests, so the Lord will bless your homes. The priests may not eat meat from any bird or animal that dies a natural death or that dies after being attacked by another animal. When you divide the land among the tribes of Israel, you must set aside a section for the Lord as his holy portion. This piece of land will be eight and a third miles long and six and two-third miles wide. The entire area will be holy. A section of this land measuring 875 feet by 875 feet will be set aside for the temple. An additional strip of land 87 and a half feet wide is to be left empty all around it. Within the larger sacred area, measure out a portion of land eight and a third miles long and three and a third miles wide. Within it, the sanctuary of the most holy place will be located. This area will be holy, set aside for the priests who minister to the Lord in the sanctuary. They will use it for their homes, and my temple will be located within it. The strip of sacred land next to it, also eight and a third miles long and three and a third miles wide, will be a living area for the Levites who work at the temple. It will be their possession, 
and a place for their towns. Adjacent to the larger sacred area will be a section of land eight and a third miles long and one and two third miles wide. This will be set aside for a city where anyone in Israel can live. Two special sections of land will be set apart for the prince. One section will share a border with the east side of the sacred lands and city, and the second section will share a border on the west side. Then the far eastern and western borders of the prince's land will line up with the eastern and western boundaries of the tribal areas. These sections of land will be the prince's allotment. Then my princes will no longer oppress and rob my people. They will assign the rest of the land to the people, giving an allotment to each tribe. For this is what the Sovereign Lord says, Enough, you princes of Israel. Stop your violence and oppression and do what is just and right. Quit robbing and cheating my people out of their land. Stop expelling them from their homes, says the Sovereign Lord. Use only honest weights and scales, and honest measures, both dry and liquid. The homer will be your standard unit for measuring volume. The ephah and the bath will each measure one-tenth of a homer. The standard unit for weight will be the silver shekel. One shekel will consist of twenty geras, and sixty shekels will be equal to one mina. Okay, so we finished the book of James yesterday. That brings us another step closer to the end of the New Testament. And that brings us to become reunited with an old friend, the Apostle Peter. We met, well, we met Peter in the Gospels and we've gotten to know him through the book of Acts. We've kind of seen his personality in some of these other depictions of who he is. We're now at his letters so getting to know his voice in written form. The first letter is known as First Peter. And so Peter's name, Simon, or Simeon, was his given name. But by the time he uh, became part of Jesus' disciples, Jesus had given him the name Cephas. And in Aramaic, that means rock. And when Aramaic is translated into Greek of the New Testament, the word is Petros, and then we can see how Peter and Petros have their connections in the English translation, Peter. And we know Peter's story is a story of redemption. We've watched him be completely transformed when the Holy Spirit came upon him in the book of Acts. We remember like his lowest moment when he denied Jesus three times in the courtyard of the high priest, and we followed him all the way to the upper room and his ministry throughout the book of Acts. And we got to know a bit of the boldness of Peter, which we will certainly find in, in these letters. And in this letter, it, it says it's written to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. And these are five provinces of the Roman Empire. Now, they're all located within modern-day Turkey, but they were all part of the Roman Empire. And Peter used the term God's chosen people who are living as foreigners because this would have been well understood in the, in the Jewish culture. Those living as foreigners are those who had been dispersed or exiled were those who had been scattered all over the world in the different exiles. And, and more recently at this time, religious persecution against followers of Jesus had dispersed many. 
And we're going to find that Peter is as direct as James. Peter speaks forthrightly and directly, but it's not condemnation. It's, it's encouragement. It's meant to be direct and bolster and lift up people who are suffering hardship and are giving up. And that's a lot of us to remind us that there is a hope for those who endure. And so if we're still kind of like <laughs> brushing off from James, if we got a good kick in, kick in the pants from James, well, we're about to get a second helping of that kick in the pants from Peter. So let's begin. First Peter chapter 1, verses 1 through 12. This letter is from Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and His Spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed Him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by His great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation, and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by His power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love Him, even though you have never seen Him. Though you do not see Him now, you trust Him, and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting Him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this glorious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when He told them in advance about Christ's suffering and His great glory afterward. They were told that their messages were not for themselves, but for you. And now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. Psalm 119, 17-32 Gimel Be good to your servant, that I may live and obey your word. Open my eyes to see the wonderful truths in your instructions. I am only a foreigner in the land. Don't hide your commands from me. I am always overwhelmed with a desire for your regulations. You rebuke the arrogant, 
Those who wander from your commands are cursed. Don't let them scorn and insult me, for I have obeyed your laws. Even princes sit and speak against me, but I will meditate on your decrees. Your laws please me. They give me wise advice. Delet, I lie in the dust. Revive me by your word. I told you my plans and you answered. Now teach me your decrees. Help me understand the meaning of your commandments and I will meditate on your wonderful deeds. I weep with sorrow. Encourage me by your word. Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions. I have chosen to be faithful. I have determined to live by your regulations. I cling to your laws. Lord, don't let me be put to shame. I will pursue your commands, for you expand my understanding. Proverbs 28, 8-10 Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pocket of someone who is kind to the poor. God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. Those who lead good people along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the honest will inherit good things. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for another day, another step in community, in the scriptures. We thank you for this new territory that we are moving into in the letter of First Peter. Holy Spirit, come as we move through these letters. Speak clearly into our lives, into the things that we do, into the postures of our hearts, into the motivations of our wills. May they conform to yours, and may we surrender to your guidance, we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so I said at the beginning, hang out to the end, I want to tell a story, and I do, and it's, man, it's a story of a couple of years, and so I've been kind of formulating how, how to do it without taking a very, very, very long time. And it's a conversation about the technology that we use to be the global campfire, to be the daily audio Bible every day. That obviously comes, well, to some of you through podcast readers and uh, catchers and all of that kind of stuff. And for most of us, that is the daily audio Bible app that is been and has been growing to be kind of our portal of connection to each other and that's something that we built many years ago it's it's funny because the daily audio bible began before there was this this surge in the world called social media before all of that we started this global campfire and so social media exploded around us and now it's ubiquitous it's like everywhere and most everybody uses it. Jill and I use it almost never anymore because it can be such a toxic place. But that came about and the Daily Audio Bible kind of grew up with that. And then iPhones, like smartphones, came out 
And all of a sudden, the, uh, the technology was portable and was available to phones. And then apps for phones started to be developed to create little tools for productivity in our lives and ways to keep us more connected. And we have more ways to be connected than we ever have in the world, but we still find ourselves in isolation a lot of the time because of this technology. And there came a point where we started to build a daily audio Bible app and we had a version of that. And then to really create a more communal experience, we felt like we had to build from the ground up something that would serve us, not really knowing what we were doing and, uh, and, and the app world not really being fully fleshed out with standards. And it was just a really kind of crazy time, even though we're just talking about the time of the last decade, a lot has happened technologically in the world that has really changed the face of our understanding of humanity and ourselves. So much is happening in the world today. And so we've been using that app that we built, the Daily Audio Bible app, for years now and fixing it and tweaking it and repairing it and improving it and correcting it and but it's always been a bit of a challenge for us to chase down all the different experiences on all of the different phones throughout all of the earth, on all of the different cellular networks, on all of the different Wi-Fi's. It's been a really, really, really challenging thing. And a, a few years ago, kind of during the COVID season, COVID was happening and everybody was isolated and we we're the global campfire. And so we're doing what we do every day and we're being there for each other through COVID. And that's a beautiful thing. But behind the scenes, we're, we're watching everything being taxed, the system being taxed, looking at where we wanted to be, where we want to go, how we want to build a sense of community into that application so that it's more than just a place to go to listen to the Bible, that it's actually a place of connection because that's what we as humans need, connection. We, we long for it, we look for it, we fight for it, we fight over it, connection to each other. And what we're really looking for is stable, safe connection to other people that can embellish our lives and love us and that we can give love in a pure and true, vulnerable way back. And so we've built things over the years like the prayer wall for places like this, but we've also watched what social media can be and just how, just how kind and generous people can be and how dark and evil people can be and how do we create how do we create something that can be pure and good and this stay pure and good that was one of the questions about starting the daily audio bible itself after a year into this i saw that something was happening here and i felt like it was pure and innocent and true and that the community that was coming around the scriptures was broken people looking for connection 
with other people in a safe way to feel like we're not alone. We're connected to God and God connects us to each other. And his word informs us on how to live our lives. And so that's been always the dream and the hope. And that's been what we've tried to do every day that we've showed up here to take the next step forward is to be true, to be pure, to be honest, to be vulnerable, and and to try to love with the love of the Lord for each other. And we have done such a, a good such a good job of that that I don't know any other place in the world like the one that we have here around the global campfire. I know there's beautiful community everywhere, but to have a run like this of 18 years of just trying to be uh, open-handed and vulnerable and hold things lightly and be true and be honest and just try to grow together has caused remarkable, well, certainly remarkable things in my personal life and in the lives of of, of the people in my family. But it has caused that to happen all over the world because we've been the recipients of these stories as they come in, as the community speaks of what God does through his word and through the Global Campfire community here and through the app that we share this gift through. So anyway, back to the story. Coming out of, out of COVID, as COVID was kind of getting over... Just as the lockdowns were starting to be sort of lessened just a little bit, we've, we kind of came to a, a, a point in technology where we really had to, to take a new direction and actually even, even make some changes in the development team and really, really whiteboard and focus what we're trying to get done here with this technology what it's really supposed to do stably and how it's supposed to work every day in a manner that's useful and helpful and that the resources that are in it like journaling and prayer wall and interaction that these things that these things work reliably because we had built something very beautiful and very elegant and definitely on the cutting edge of things, but resourcing all of the needs of that technology has been a challenge with our ever-growing family here. And, and like I said, just all of the different experiences, just all of the different ways to encounter an episode of the Daily Audio Bible. And so we went back to the drawing board and started looking at like how do we how do we get there from here um what can we bring with us when we go what should we bring with us when we go what have we learned and what should we rebuild knowing what we know and knowing that we can't get there from here and so a lot of discussions happened back then and a lot of really strategic decisions were made back then. And we began a new development project back then for essentially Daily Audio Bible 2.0, baking into the new technology from the ground up everything that we knew we, 
wanted to do, the Daily Audio Bible had always been on the edge of technology, but we were bolting things on as we went because it was just growing up around us. The community was just growing up around us and we were just adapting. But with this decision back at the end of COVID, it was a strategic decision to look with vision into the future or what we are trying to make. And the desire is that the Daily Audio Bible is a point of connection to other brothers and sisters centered around God's Word and the rhythm of God's Word and what the Scriptures are saying we should be living like and so that we can display that for one another and connect to one another as we take this journey because being alone is a killer. Isolation is a killer. Loneliness is a killer. Depression is killing us. Anxiety is destroying us. And with all of these tools of connection, we are being pushed further and further into isolation because with all of these tools of connection, we see more and more and more just how vile humanity can be to each other. When the scriptures are telling us there's a better way, you could focus on how you are taking care of each other. And that's what we've been trying to model. And that's what we've been trying to live. And that's what we've been trying to do. And that's what we've been pouring resources into developing technologies that can support this have been. And we have We've we've bet the farm on this. We have invested so heavily over the last couple of years that we are finally reaching a point where I believe we have a foundation and a technology that the Daily Audio Bible owns and controls and can set the course for and can build onto without having to without having to rewire everything finally in a position after all of these years of growing up together to to be much more stably connected and build out community using the Daily Audio Bible app. And so I'm telling you that as we go into the new year, this technology is going to begin to come online. None of it is online like for any public use right now, but in the next few months we will be getting to a place where we'll start beta testing some things and rolling out this new technology in the year 2024 and so i'm telling you all of that now to say that's what's that that's what's been going on there's been a massive 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 development project going on behind the the scenes to to actually host the global campfire to be the Daily Audio Bible, and it's been a huge risk, a huge investment, a huge, um, a huge obedience in a specific direction with specific goals of creating connection around God's word in our lives. So that's coming in the new year, and we've been working on it really, really hard. Christmas is coming, 
And normally we do a Christmas box each year full of resources from the Daily Audio Bible and the annual Christmas ornament that we pack in there. We're not doing a Christmas box as it were this year. We're doing something centered around what I've just told you. We're we're centering our holiday this year around the global campfire and resourcing this development project as we move toward its conclusion. So we don't have a box this year. What we do have is all of the music of the Daily Audio Bible, all of the music that we've produced over these years. We've pressed each of these projects on vinyl to make them beautiful, to have beautiful packaging, to have something tangible to actually hold in our hands. And so we've pressed up the Sleep album that came out last year on vinyl. We've pressed the Heart album, and that had been previously on vinyl, but we completely repackaged it. New packaging, impressed Heart on vinyl. We have Max's Christmas Time album that came out a couple of years ago. We pressed that on vinyl for the first time. Our family Christmas album has been pressed onto vinyl for the first time. And the music from the Promised Land films, the soundtrack that is part of the Global Bible Campfire soundtrack called Promised Land has been pressed onto vinyl for the first time. So we have five different projects that we've pressed up on vinyl And that's kind of going to be our Christmas box this year. All of the resources that come in from the purchase of these resources will go into this development project that we are trying to bring to the finish line. And so there are five different projects available. Any one of them that you purchase or any number of them that you purchase will put the Christmas ornament with our word expand this year on it. We'll put that and send that and put that in the box and send that your way with each order an ornament for each order you can order one you can order them all there is a donation of a minimum donation of $25 for each one of these that's price of vinyl albums these days so we want everybody to be able to participate but you can give as much as you want You can name your own price and contribute in any way that you can or any way that you want to. And we would like to send these to you as a gift of thanks for investing in the future of what we've been building together. Sitting here now going, wow, we are we are at Thanksgiving and it's gonna be Black Friday and it's all on. Like this I get here and I feel like the year's practically over because it just goes into warp speed until until after Christmas. So it feels like the last moments of the real year. And I'm sitting here going, Wow, we are almost done with eighteen years of this seven days a week. And I have it in my heart for eighteen more. I hope that can happen. I want that to happen. And I want 
these next years to use technology in a way that is safe and brings connection to God and to God's people in a way that is helpful to our lives so that we know we're not alone. We know we are in this together. And so there's the story. There's where we're going. That's what's been going on behind the scenes. A lot of massive work has been happening, especially this year behind the scenes. And I'm telling you about it. We're moving forward together. And everything that we're looking at is looking at ways to be connected together as brothers and sisters in Christ centered around God's word each and every day. So if you can participate in that, you can find these resources in the daily audio Bible shop. Just look for them. You will find them. And thank you. Thank you humbly. Thank you humbly for your partnership at this time. We could really use your help now. As we're moving forward into some really, really big steps forward. And we can all pray into this as we move forward together into the new year and into moving into our new home together. And so thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your partnership. If you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow. Hello, my DAB family. This is Jamie in New Jersey, standing on the word of God. I humbly ask you to please pray with me. Dear Father in heaven, we come before you with gratitude for all that you are, for all that you have given us, for your mercy and grace towards us, for your presence and your faithfulness. You created us to reflect your image and in doing so to bring your to bring you glory. Your word says that a meek and quiet spirit is of great value to you, Lord Jesus. You modeled gentleness and humility while you lived here on earth. You have dealt gently with us in our sin and rebellion. Help us to learn from you and follow your example. Anoint us with your gentle and quiet spirit so that we are able to, to walk as you have walked. Correct us in those areas of our lives that are not pleasing in your sight, helping us to check our hearts that we may not be hard towards others. So many people need a kind word, an act of compassion, a quiet voice of reason, a softly spoken encouragement, a tender touch. Help us, Father to be peacemakers. Help us to be mild-mannered. Help us to be careful with our responses and interactions with others. Help us to be those who bring calm to the storms raging in this world. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for praying along with me, my brothers and sisters. I love each and every one of you. Have a good night. Hi, family. Prisoner of Hope here. I want to give a shout out to His Girl Warrior from Alabama. You said you talked about smiling in public in this game you play and you give yourself points. I love that. I'm going to uh, adopt that game myself. I do smile at people a lot, but I can I could smile more. So thank you for that. 
maybe by four that you're really struggling to listen to Dab, you feel the Lord has abandoned you and you just don't feel him at all, but you don't want to give up. We don't want you to give up, sweet sister. We're going to pray for you. Kathy from Kentucky, you get depressed uh, in the winter. You said the time change really affects you. We're praying for you. And also your friend Larry, who is two months sober, uh, that he will maintain that. Also praying for uh, Sabina, your mom and wife. You're not sleeping well. You're struggling. You're having some depressed thoughts. And you said everyone has bigger problems, but everyone's problem, big or small, are relevant to them. And we invite anybody to call in with their problems, uh, big or small, because we want to lift you up. Refined by his love in Arizona, you said you would like encouragement and his will to be done in the trial, in this trial of your life. So we are praying for you. People on the water, you and your girlfriend are overwhelmed. You, um, you just said you have a lot going on, so we're praying for you. And also the people that you are caring for, uh, that you're taking to church and out for ice cream. And so lifting you up, sweet brother, and uh, your friends. Heavenly Father, we come to you. We're asking for your blessings, that they will reach the deepest part of these people's hearts and souls, each one of them that I've mentioned. Save them and strengthen them so that they may be able to dodge all the troubles that come their way, all the fiery darts of the evil one, become their ultimate support as they find themselves struggling and can no longer bear all the burdens of this life. Crush the plans of the enemy who wants to lead them into despair. Instead, sow your seed of hope that their soul so desperately needs. We ask this in the beautiful, precious name, of Jesus. Amen. Hi everyone, um, this is Angie from North Devon in the UK um, and I'm calling in for Serene Ghost. Um, but first of all, I wanted to just thank everybody for um, their prayers. I'm sorry it's so long overdue calling in and thanking you guys. I just felt so much love when you prayed um, over me about my adoption and I'm still stuck in limbo, um, but the Lord is sustaining me. So thank you for your prayers and um, for your love. Um, and Serene Ghost, I just wanted to say to you, hang in there, hang in there. I went through a similar thing um, and I was the person like your wife. Um, and uh, I think that she's looking for love in wrong places, like I was. And um, I just wanted to say that, yeah, hang in there and just love her through it. I just think you're amazing for just loving her and um, for hanging in there. So just keep on and pray for her and thank you for calling in because you've done the right thing you'll have thousands of people praying for you now and um, i just pray lord jesus that you will break through into this lady's life lord i just pray that you will break every chain that binds her lord that she is um looking for love in that wrong place lord i pray that she will find that in you lord break through and show her like you showed me that you are the only love that she needs in Jesus name. Lots of love. Bye. Hello fellow dabbers. This is Kristen aka Christ in me. And I'm calling in um, concerning Junk to Treasure's request for her granddaughter Genesis. And Genesis has been on my heart um, ever since Junk to Treasure told us about the loss of her daughter-in-law. 
Dennis's mother. Um, this particularly hit me hard because I know how Genesis feels. When I was 14, I lost my beautiful mother to leukemia. And I was going through a really, really hard time. I developed an eating disorder and I just, I was really struggling. Um, but the Lord gave me a uh, scripture. I opened up my mother's Bible to, and I'm went to Lamentations 3, 22 through 24, and I found one of the few positive script, well, uplifting scriptures in Lamentations, and it is, the Lord's unfailing love and mercy still continue, fresh as the morning, as sure as the sunrise. The Lord is all I have, and so in Him I put my hope. I would like to just lift up Genesis and, um, uh, Dr. Treasure's whole family while they're grieving the loss of um, their um, daughter-in-law, their mother, and their wife, um, and uh, the other family members that are grieving as well. Lord, I just lift them up. I just pray for your comfort. I just pray that you would wrap your arms around them and give them peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.